cultivators. <gasps> Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Collaborate Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about Emperor Dao. Emperor Dao, you know how it is. I'm Roy, and I got Buddha's feet. Buddha's feet. Buddha's feet. Buddha's feet. Wow. <laughs> and I'm Fallon, aka. Who is that twink I see? God, staring straight back at me. Why is my reflection someone I don't know? Yeah. <laughs> well, we got the musical number out of the way. Thanks. <laughs> And it was flat as fuck, so I'm really sorry about that. Fix that in post, would you mind? Yeah, I'll just, I'll just make you sound good in just post. Just auto-tune it in post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just kind of get get some of that good Kanye or whatever going. Yeah, no, I'm not a soprano, so that was a that was a mistake. Oh, same. Should have switched to my head voice a little sooner. But that's how it'd be. You know, we, all, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes, it's, uh, such as uh, such as accidentally not podcasting for like two weeks in a row, kind of. <laughs> but then whatever we put up an episode we put up an episode we put up we did put up an episode if you haven't uh checked that out go check it out because it was very fun we had uh necocon this past weekend um yeah we had some neco content so. we had some neco content we did some cosplay it was pretty cool and because we have to stay on brand of course it was mode out cosplay we talked about it a little bit in that bonus episode and then we did some role play in costume, some table to top roleplay. Played and some Hearts of Woolen. Hearted Woolen. It's good. Mm. So uh, check that out if you like a little bit of uh, AP action. But that happened. It was fun. Yeah, and um, speaking of tabletop roleplay, we're supposed to be getting to that in very soon. So we're going to get into this, these chapters pretty quick, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's alright if we're a little bit late, but yeah, we're, they know. We're, let's pump it out. You know, let's our, do this. Our, our, our D&D group is very good, so they understand. Uh-huh. Sometimes it'd just be like that. We did miss one momentous occasion, though, in our little lapse here. But we can talk about Wayne's birthday uh, a little bit later, because I have a, f- a fun special treat. A treat? I have a treat. A bit, right. of a, a bit of a birthday treat for Mr. Wei Ying. Sounds good to me. But we'll get to that after we do our reading. So this this time, because uh, we've only done one episode about the novel so far, but we're, we're, we're fucking doing it. We're doing it. We're getting there. We're doing it. Um, it's a little... <laughs> I think I can speak for both of us when I say that it's a little more difficult to uh, get ourselves to take notes about the book for some reason. But like, yeah, I mean, it's we're okay. getting used to it. It's we're a getting process. used to we'll it. We'll get there. That's true. That's yeah. very true. You know, we're just, you know, we'll get there. Uh, but this week we read chapters six through eight, the arrogance arc. Yeah, I suppose you could call it. Um. Do you want me to get into these, the uh, summary for chapter, Mr. Chapter 6? Yeah, hit her up. Hit her up. So, um, uh, so last time when we left, uh, Wei Wuxian off, he had just stolen a donkey and mm-hmm. ridden off into the sunrise. Or tried to, at least. Yeah, I mean, he fluffed off, um, to the best of his ability. Cause zombie shit happened, Lons showed up, and he said, enough of this, and got out. Yeah, we ain't doing that. Yeah, we ain't, I'm not, not me, couldn't be me. Uh, so it's some days later. Uh, Wei Wuxian is still on donkey back, 
Uh, he's kind of wandering and vibing, even though he's learning that this donkey he stole has, like, the shittiest attitude possible. Yeah. Um, he stops to take a break at, like, a watering hole, and there's a group of cultivators kind of wandering by, and, um, they're having some trouble with another healing patriarch TM product. Uh, yeah, from yeah. his, from his, uh... His evil detecting compass, or his compass... His family of brands. His yeah. family of, yeah, his family of products. Um, he kind of, uh, eavesdrops on them, and he gets the haps that they're just kind of, like, one of many groups heading towards Mount Dauphin, uh, to do some ghost busting. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, importantly, uh, a girl in the group gives him an apple, which he uses to lead his shit donkey around. Yeah, which will lead, Yeah, which will lead to him naming his- giving his donkey the good name of Lil Apple. Lil Apple. Uh, so he heads to Mount Dauphin, and he gets to the town- like, at the bottom of the mountain, and he finds just a shit ton of cultivators there. Uh, he runs into some girl just, like, brainlessly dancing, and she gets led away by a lady who turns out to be her mom. So he goes around eavesdropping some more, he gets the tea, and he gets this whole tale about how there had been a Fleetwood Mac landslide some months ago, (laughs) and ever since then, seven people had, like, basically had a sudden weird thing happen to them and then they became completely smooth-brained. We're recording this on Smooth Brain Sunday. Yeah, happy Smooth Brain <coughs> Sunday, everybody. So, uh, Way with Sean and presumably cultivation logic leads us to the determination that there's something eating people's spirits and that's why everybody's up here trying to bust hot ghost and lie. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's hundreds of people Oh, there's just here. a shit ton. So he, he heads up the mountain uh, to try to see what what's good. Uh, and he crosses paths with some people complaining about the Jung sect leader hogging all of the ghosts, but he's kind of a dick, so they don't want to get on his bad side, so they're kind of just packing up and going home, and that's the chapter. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Fucking, so, like, half of my notes I'm finding are just, like, lines that I think are funny or weirdly worded or whatever. Because <laughs> exiled rebels, they're doing a job. It is an amateur translation. I would literally, literally, I mean, I would do this shit for free, but I would literally give my tits, both of my tits, for an official English translation. Like, where the fuck is it? You would give your tits it? literally for any reason. I would, but that's beside the point. Okay? What the fuck? Okay? Like, Taiwan got one, Korea got one. Thailand got one. Thailand got one. I want to say Vietnam got one. Yeah, Vietnam got one. That's like a recent thing, too. And we're over here. Just saying. Is it because of our stupid wet president? Please, (laughs) please don't let him discourage you. They keep sending the manuscripts over and he touches them and they just dissolve under his moisture. Say it's from fucking Hong Kong. Maybe then I'll let it through. Honk, conk. So, um... So, fucking, my first note is just, although it was only a donkey. Only a donkey. Yeah, like, it fucking turns out that Lil Apple is an incredibly high-maintenance donkey. (laughs) And it throws fits if it doesn't get the high-quality food. Diva ass. Diva ass. So the way I see it, I was 100% valid in my early estimation that I was Lil Applekin. Yeah, that was the very first thing that you said on this podcast. And I do remember. I remember. All of those months ago. I'm flashing bag. I'm flashing. Um, I'm ginning and standing. I'm ginning. So I'm kin officially. I'm um, kin. I'm kin. 
Again? I'm? So Lil Apple diagnosed as valid. Lil Apple diagnosed as having honored buttocks. We all know. <laughs> like, mention. honored buttocks. That literally was a thing that was translated, and they, th- they thought that was, like, a good and cool idea. The but ass of the ass. The ass of the ass. And Weiwishan's ass sitting upon the ass of the ass. Sitting upon the ass of the ass. The ass of the ass. ass on the ass of the ass. You know? <laughs> That's what I like to fucking hear on this fine Sunday night. It's a good novel. Um, um, <laughs> he he has, like, a moment where uh, he's, like, complained thinking about how, like, boy, I wish I didn't have to ride this fucking mean donkey around. I wish I had my cool sword to skateboard around on. Uh, yeah. I sure do wish I could Tony Hawk on my sword. But, uh, like, and I did not remember him, like, giving a shit about losing his sword ever. (laughs) Yeah, I think mostly uh, when he does complain about it, I'm pretty sure it's just about the inconvenience of not having something to, uh... Yeah. to, To ride around on. I know, which, like, I mean, same. Like, anytime... Dude, anytime I have to, like take my car in to, like, get work done on it, and I have to work out some other mode of transportation, I'm like, this is the biggest inconvenience on the fucking planet. Literally so tedious. Yeah. I, God, like, but yeah, so he doesn't have his cool sword board, um, and all these people come up looking at him the way you do when you see, like, a weirdo on the bus and you don't want to sit by them. Yeah, kind of stinky. (laughs) Kind of stinky. Got his nasty makeup on that he's had on for like five days now. Yeah, it's looking (laughs) cakey, looking greasy. Greasy. But he hasn't really had time to uh, take care of it. (laughs) He hasn't been able to stop at the Vampire Times China CVS and do a foundation swatch. Yeah, (laughs) and nobody nobody really wants to fuck with him. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's that weirdo with the mean donkey stanking up the place. Stanking up the place. (laughs) There's that weird fucking guy. Please don't come up. Please don't ask me for directions. I don't want to deal with this. Jesus. That's fucking... And they don't want to come up to him and ask him for directions because, you know, he could go off on some kind of tangent. Oh, yeah. He's going to start asking them, like... He's he's a he's an honored service member and he just needs $3.50 to be able to get on the bus. Uh, Please help him out. Fucking that happened in the parking lot the other day when me and friends of the show, Sarah McCostumes and Elliot Card Lawyers, uh, went to your work and I picked them up. Oof. Yeah, we got the guy coming up and doing the I need bus fare scam. Ugh. Most when you do bus fare scam. Bus fare scam? What even is like, what even is the goal of the bus fare scam? Get some pocket change. Oh. I mean, you gotta be in some dire straits to be that's there, but it's know, like, yeah, this true. dude had his fucking spiel down pat. I could not tell half the words he was saying. Wow. But he had he had his shit going. But anyway, uh, uh so there's there's some funny um some funny Chinese language jokes that don't translate well at this <laughs> part because of the rice mountain. Yeah, the rice mountain. <laughs> so apparently the fawn in Da Fan refers to like a Buddha thing. Yeah, a fun Buddha. But it's also like can be read as rice. Or so. no, it's it's like it's like a a, a, like a, a homophone. It sounds the same. Oh yeah, because yeah. he's like he's just overhearing it, so he's like big rice mountain. God, and I'm like, damn, dude, I could go for a big old mountain of rice. That sounds really Fuck good to me, me actually. Dude. I am fucking hungry right now. 
But um, do you want to make? Do you want me to throw in a bunch of rice? Well, we're gonna have mac and cheese at D and D house. Are we gonna have mac and cheese? Yeah. Did you not say that? No, I was too busy taking notes. Oh yeah, you're valid. Okay, yeah. We. Yeah, we're having. Uh, Yeah. A friend of the us Seb also sent some confusing emojis that made it seem like we were putting candy in the mac and cheese, and that's not what's happening. No, thank you. Yeah, no. (laughs) I guess maybe there's gonna be mac and cheese and candy. There's probably gonna be candy. I think like candy. Yeah. She was like, oh, no, there isn't a soda emoji, and I was trying to make a soda- I was trying to fucking MacGyver a soda emoji. Why the fuck isn't there a soda emoji? Right? What the hell? Anyway, this isn't a soda emoji podcast. This is a podcast about the novel where there's a town called Buddha's Feet. Buddha's Feet. Buddha Foot. You know little Buddha Foot? I- like, I'm sure this is some type of beautiful thing in Chinese, but the way it translates- not really doesn't doesn't really do it too much justice. Don't like that. Not you know. Don't care for Buddha's feet. It is unfortunate. Imagine writing Buddha's feet on your return address. If somebody was writing to me, or they like, I ordered something on Depop as I do, and somebody sent me a like cool duster or something from Buddha's feet, <laughs> I would say, how about you take this back? You can just keep the PayPal money. The, I don't want your foot clothes. I would take it and lick it. Call the cops. Block. I don't give a fuck. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there are cultivators walking around. They're just kind of, and he identifies them as like randos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're basically clout chasing to yeah. get everybody to take them seriously <laughs> as an indie group. <laughs> You know, they're they're playing as many good venues as they can get scheduled at. They're really getting out there, pounding the pavement, getting their merch out, starting a street team, doing what they can to be recognized as talented to get and capable capable members of the the, cultiva- of the scene. Yeah. yeah, the cultivation scene. The cultivation scene. It's and one nice. of the ways they do that is by uh, ignoring respect. Yeah. <laughs> Calling Wei Wushan Wei Ying, which you're not allowed to do. Yeah, you know, the gossip here is just fucking overwhelming, but they're humans, so it makes a lot of sense that they're doing it. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> it's peoples. It's folks. And after they gossip, like, Wei Wushan, like, literally only goes to Mount Dafan to find a ghost soldier to do evil for him. <laughs> I wish that were me. Like he's window shopping at the zombie mill pet store. She's the zombie mill? <laughs> he's going to the zombie go around. Carefully <laughs> cultivating his own zombie. He's like, this he is giving me, smart. sorry, but this is giving me like fantasy Dahmer vibes. Ew. I don't like the way that was translated at all. Oh my fucking God. He's gonna set up his weird shrine. He's yeah, got it was all that drawn. too much, baby? Like, uh, ooh, oh Jesus, God, God damn, Jesus. Uh, he um, fucking is this where like the text says something? Or no, this is later. Or no, yeah. is it? Because it says like something about creatures that ate blood and flesh were usually low in level. Yeah, yeah, low in level. They were they they weren't really even like bosses. They were just kind of the mid level no, enemies y- you get to before you get to the boss. Yeah, you walk out of Buddha's feet into the mountain, and there's like a bunch of level two Pidgeys and Rotatas. Yeah, Pidgey and Rotata zombies. You basically have to fight them because you can't go two feet without running into one. Yeah, and at one and at some point it's just like 
You haven't been able to get to the next town, so you can't buy repels yet. Yeah, pretty much. You're just like you just got to deal with it. Just and bite just, your teeth yeah. and deal with it. And they're and speaking of biting their teeth, they're just biting their teeth down on some people parts, which you do. Um, and uh, great, which is fucking fucking. He hears I love that. yeah, so he runs into this this girl. Who's just, she's just vibing. She's just vibing. Like, I don't understand why everybody was so despondent about Ion. Like, it was clear that she was merely vibing. She is merely she vibing. She's merely friends, vibing. You know, and they're talking about, it's her family is gathering around her, and they're going, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah, and everyone's like, like, oh, it's what so a shame. sad, yeah. what a shame that she, you know, went crazy or whatever. And I'm like, sometimes What a shame you, that she's vibing. Yeah, what a shame that she's vibing. I'm like, sometimes you deal with trauma- by just, like, dancing aimlessly and being fucking weird about it. It's a coping mechanism. God. Bro. What? Okay, so this landslide happened, right? And yeah. I said Funny yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Funny Fleetwood Mac, yeah. And I'm picturing, I've this entire time I've just been picturing this girl dancing kind of in a Stevie Nicks sort of way. Mm. So the landslide just, the landslide, landslide come down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Time's getting older. She took her love and she took it down. <laughs> She it climbed just... a mountain and she turned around. <laughs> and she saw her reflection in the snow-covered hill till the landslide ate her soul. Yeah! yeah. Literally! <laughs> they fucking... Exiled Rebels fucking calls it the soul-losing disease. Yeah. Which is... God, that's top tier. That's so fucking top tier. Oh, crazy dancing statue, what is love? Soul-losing disease. Soul-losing disease. That's what I I was diagnosed with in order for them to prescribe me venlafaxine. The affliction of it all? The affliction of it. Wow, the affliction, the international implication. Wow. (laughs) It fucking says ever since then the people started to lose their souls, as you do. Yeah, it's just kind of normal. The way they describe these things happening to these people. It's like, just so fucking casual. And I Yeah, guess, he suddenly married someone. I mean, to be fair, in this universe, it would be kind of an everyday thing for them. If yeah, not for them, then I mean, just, you know, a thing that happens. Yeah, but like it's, it's still like so weird. It's it jarring. So fucking just like, yeah, this happened. It's jarring. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, this happened. I'm not going to bother making this sentence sound good, because who cares? Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, why don't people, you know, ask the ask the local sex leader for help? And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? That guy? That dude? Hell no. Nah. nah, dude. I'm sorry. He I don't want to get my dick you, ripped yeah. off. Thanks. He thinks every look you give him is the stink eye. I ain't about it. I don't Literally. like to live. No, I am like, with, I'm sorry. I'm fucking with Jung Won Yin. And it's fucking funny because everybody only, it's just everybody only being afraid of Jung Chung because they don't want to piss him off yeah. and make him throw a princess fit. <laughs> They're like, oh god. It's really good to me. <laughs> I ain't here for that. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, them so complaining chapter. about Jung Chung being a bitch. Yeah. Fucking, um, there is one other, like, epic, hashtag epic line. About oh, like epic. where epic. yeah where Wei Wishon is like thinking about what this thing could be that's stealing people's souls yeah um and it says a spirit was a ghost while a beast was a monster okay 
people die when they're killed also. People, yeah, as it happens. So I just wanted to point that out. Anyway. Yeah, loving that. <laughs> so that's chapter six. Uh, we want to go to chapter seven? Yeah, let's go to chapter right. seven. Uh, so chapter seven picks right up where that one left off. Wavishan's going up the mountain and he hears like a ruckus, which turns out to be a bunch of people trapped in these fancy magic nets. And there's a little boy in some gin robes being rude to them. Uh, Lil Apple says, eat the rich, and charges, and he causes, like, a scene, uh, and the little gin boy notices, quote-unquote, you and gets, like, snippy at him. So Weibushan does brain math, and, um, realizes, oh, I wonder if Moshuanyu's sect leader dad was Jigus, um, Jin Gwangus, as you call it. Jin Gwangus. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive myself for that, but also I'm never going to stop so using good. it. It was very good. Um, Literally. And then we get some background info, some tea on Jigus. Um, you know. Which I'm going to summarize here as just fucky shitty and he died fucking. Yeah, um, fucky we can shitty get into died it. fucking. Yeah, we can get into it later. Like, um, Madam Jin was great, but he was just too obsessed with getting his dick wet. He had to get his to, dick wet. To ever even think of stopping. He had to be getting that dick wet. So, he had to stay getting that uh, dick wet. and this Jin boy, like, go back and forth, and Weibushan accuses him of having no mom to teach him manners, and boy gets very mad and mm. charges at him, but Weibushan has a ghost to pin him. Uh, boy he says- a leaf. He uses a leaf. <laughs> a leaf. Um, the boy says he's gonna tell his uncle, he's gonna tattle on him. Uh, Weibushan asks, like, who his uncle is or whatever, and, uh, somebody steps on out and says, I'm his uncle, what the fuck is up? It's me, bitch! It's me, bitch, and, uh-oh, it's Zhang Cheng. Uh, it's so... It's Yin, bitch. <laughs> it's Wan Yin, bitch. So, uh, Weibushan does some more brain math. Zhang Cheng tells Jin Liang to, uh, cause here's where we find out that Jin Boy is Jin Liang. Yep. Um, Zhang Cheng tells him to kill Weibushan because he does necromancy, um, and then Blamo, another sword, sna- uh, swoops in, and hell yeah, dude, Lan Wanji's here. Here it is, baby. Here he is, baby. He breaks up the fight, but Zhang Cheng's still mad. Uh, he says Lan Wanji has, like, no business here. You can't, uh, uh, discipline my, my boy. Lan Wanji is having none of it. He's having none of it. He isn't even talking. He's putting all the Barely. duties on his yeah. boys, uh, who are also here. Um, a John guy comes up and says, hey, boss, somebody done broke all our nets, and they, it was a cool blue icy sword what done it, and John Chung gets madder, and then that's the chapter. Yep. <laughs> he just gets so fucking mad. He gets, do you ever get so fucking mad? Yeah. Tip, I am so fucking mad. Tip, I am so fucking mad. Honestly, I just want to, like, preface this with, like, Whenever I get down on myself about my own memory issues, I only need to remember <laughs> that at least I didn't fucking forget about my own orphan nephew yeah. like Wei Ying did. The fuck? The and I feel indeed. a little better about myself, you know? <laughs> oh my god. I was just like, there were many things, there were many times in this book where I literally just like pinched the bridge of my nose because Wei Wuxiang was <laughs> that fucking stupid. <laughs> And this was definitely the first time, or no, it was not. No, no, there was some pretty, there were some pretty bad times in the uh, other five chapters. He's such a fucking. He's so smart, but he's so fucking stupid. He's so stupid, and he's so chaotic. I'm just like, oh, oh, just so fucking good. God, so good. Chef kiss right onto his face. Oh, so there's like a thing that I noticed that I was like, like. Is this, like, earlier draft shit that just kind of drifted into nothingness, or is it, like, 
just kind of dead giveaways of like the serial nature of the way in which this novel was originally published or what. Because there's like this thing early on where it's talking about, um, it says like something about this hundred year long cultivational disruption. And then it says, uh, uh, it refers to whoever the Jin sect leader is as uh, they call them the commander of all cultivators. So I don't know if this is just a translation thing or, um, or what it is, but it's like they, I guess they haven't come up with the term chief cultivator yet or what yeah. it is. Cause this sounds more like, this sounds less like an elected thing that's decided by a lot of people and more like just kind of a common perception thing. Which it was my understanding that chief cultivator is like something that people decide on. Yeah, I think it I think it might be a translation thing. Yeah. Honest yeah. honestly. Yeah. But this hundred year long uh, cultivational, di- I don't know what that refers to. I don't know if that's just the winds being dickheads. Yeah, I think it was probably like the winds rise to power because stuff like that doesn't necessarily happen overnight. Yeah. And I mean, there, it was probably, it probably, you know, like most, uh, fascist totalitarian rules stemmed or came from a history of like, struggles between the sex and kind of injustice and yeah and it happens kind of not necessarily stealthily but in like sneaky kind of bureaucratic ways yeah exactly which which we see them do in the um in the donghua where uh we see wen rohan telling wen xiao like fucking go make them a our branch office yeah and yeah so um i can very easily see it taking 50 to 100 years to really yeah fully integrate because you know it mentions it mentions in the novel and in the show that they mostly acquire other mm-hmm. sects by marrying into them mm-hmm. and making babies and mm-hmm. shit so in order to create a viable army of people powerful enough to you know intimidate mm-hmm. the other sex that's gonna definitely yeah. take at least 50 years yeah see i mean i just I'm, I'm like i don't know i don't know if this is just me like coming still emerging from my like two year long elf cage <laughs> where i just like assumed this took this that w- that whole process would have taken longer than 100 years right because that's my thing is like i i definitely don't think it would have happened overnight i'm just like i thought it happened because like first of all these fuckers are trying to become immortal, and they'll stay looking yeah. hot forever. So, like, I'm I'm imagining that they have like you know even if they don't reach immortality, they're they're they have like extended lifespans. Right. So a hundred years felt pretty short to me, especially because like when they talk about the founders of the sect, like it seems like that happened a fucking long time ago. A thousand. Yeah. At least, yeah. Yeah. Um. But shit, I don't know. I mean, MXTX don't give a shit about how old anybody is. So. Oh yeah, she doesn't give a fuck about, like, earlier timelines, because oh, yeah. she's like, she basically hand-waves it as, you know, everybody's immortal, yeah. who cares? The past I present, care! Yeah, the past, present, and the future are all vampire times. There's no differentiation. Uh, shit ev- makes me mad sometimes. Every, yeah, everything is the same. My next note is just Jesus, Jin Leong, but I don't remember what this is. Reference to. Fucking no, he's just he's just out here. Oh yeah, no, I remember what it is. Well, no, this is before because he's got all these people in the nets, and he's like, "Well, I'll come let you down if If I I remember." Yeah, like you're just gonna leave these people to die, 
Yeah, Jesus you know, it's just, it's so shitty. Like, I know we've talked about this before a little bit, but it was, God, was it ever shitty of little Jin Leong and his juju <laughs> to so shitty. set up 400 fucking right. nets around? Like, I feel like it's also a hashtag theme in my yeah. head. Of course, the most affluent sect puts out all these traps and completely spoils the competition for everyone else. Like, they don't, don't, they don't even give anyone a chance because Junction, yeah, because Junction wants to turn the entire fucking forest into this Chuck E. Cheese for Jin Leong to go run around and practice in. Oh yeah, yeah. Just he says, him. "Bring me back Charles Entertainment Cheese himself." But uh, Ooh. but yeah, Jin Leong is just—we just get a look at like how, like exactly how spoiled he is. He's so, so shitty in this chapter. He really is. Like <laughs> he's, he's so the fucking shitty. worst. He's such a terrible boy. Um. And fucking even Lil Apple knows it. Even the donkey. Even mom. Even the donkey. Even mom. Even the donkey even says the eat donkey. the rich. He like gets really. mad I know. I love it. Mood. I imagine it must fucking rankle Wei Wushan to see this little rich punk perpetuating the kind of behavior he yeah, and entire it's... armies of cultivators had previously fought to put a stop to. Yeah, because he's just sitting there like his only two, his first two thoughts about this boy are how wealthy how wealthy. And then, wow, what a little piece of shit. I know, right? Like, oh, God. I honestly can't blame Wei Wuxian entirely for not realizing the little Jean boy was Jin Leong. Because really, how could such a mean, rude little bastard <laughs> ever come from someone as sweet as a Shiji? Like, Zhang Chong is how. That's honestly. how. Yeah. He's got, but. yeah. He's, he doesn't have, he has two uncles at this point raising him. Yeah. He doesn't have the full set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he had all of them, they would form uh, Uncle Voltron, and then they'd be able to raise him properly, perhaps. But It'd be like She-Ra, where, like, each uncle is a princess, and then <laughs> Jin Liang is She-Ra, and then once they combine, they create... No, no, that's spoilers, never mind. Because um, that, like, literally just came out three days ago, and I binge-watched it. it so <laughs> they good. create Princess Uncle. They create Princess Uncle. Um... <laughs> Shui Yang as Double Trouble. That's my opinion. Good night. <laughs> now, now that I do like. Uh, um, a slurperino. Uh, Let's move on. But um, <laughs> we do get a bit of information about quote unquote uh, Brooks' voice, the famous Jin Guangshan. The famous Jin Guangshan. <laughs> the famous, famously Jin Guangshan. Uh, and this entire passage is just about like. Him being a piece of shit bad dad who just can't stop fucking. He literally can't stop fucking. I am so... He's disgusting. There are two things that frustrate me about this description of Jean Guangshan. And they branch off of each other. The first thing that frustrates me is that it's just like, it would just be so easy for him to stop fucking. (laughs) To just control himself. To but fucking would, control himself for one day. But then he wouldn't be able to get his nut off. But then he wouldn't be able to get his nut off. And the second thing that frustrates me, the thing that frustrates me more about this, is that it's kind of true to life. Yeah. Like, I don't Once understand. Once you pop the fun, don't stop. I just don't understand what it is about dudes that make them want to just fucking do this and continue to do this. Even though it's obviously to their own and everyone else's detriment. This is the type of fucking dude who's got, like, the tiny brontosaurus brain, but it's in his nutsack. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I hate it. I I don't like it. He's bad. Fuck. 
There's this part that says Ugh. there was only there was a, it basically says there was only one of his illegitimate his many 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 illegitimate children many like in the double digits. Yep. Uh, there was only one who ended up being uh, like talented enough for him to take back, except for like Moshuan Yu. He did that. He very much did that, uh, like of his own accord. Yeah. Uh, but then that kind of you know stopped happening. Stopped Do happening we? because no, there are a lot of theories and there's a yeah. lot of subtext and stuff. I've seen people talking about a lot of stuff. How you know the rumors that he. I man, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. But, what, but I do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember if? Because I don't even remember if this is ever said or implied or established anywhere in the novel. If Moshe Yu got kicked out before or after Jigis died, because I don't remember. I don't. I don't know if I don't know or if I'm not remembering. I don't think so, but I don't remember very clearly either. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the lookout for that because yeah. Because that's that's a big. I'm like, I'm f- like, ninety nine percent in the camp that like, for whatever reason, for one reason or another, probably just the reason of him having his own fucking shitty boner logic that he Good. has. <laughs> that Jigis just liked Emotion you more for whatever reason. Mm. He just liked him, favored him for fuck if I know why. He yeah. just did. Um, and that caused a lot of problems that we'll get to. Oh, we gonna get to them one of mm. these days. But, uh, anyway, um, Wei Wuxian does something where he, he, it says he wanted to challenge himself. God, what? <laughs> I don't remember what it's in reference to. I was writing these notes in, like, 20 minutes before I had to take a shower at 1am. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's <something laughs> nice 1am shower. Yeah, it's something stupid that he does. Uh, and then, and then Jin Leon calls him a gay a gay. Just the one gay. Yeah. Um, Wei Wuxian decides to fuck with him. Yeah. And this is where it says Wei Wuxian had done a lot of quote-unquote tripping someone while slapping a talisman onto their back quote-unquote. So, Why is it in scare quotes? <laughs> what, is that like a euphemism? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, why is it in scare I don't understand. I'm trying to think of like what that could like I know it probably isn't, but like it would be funny if it's a euphemism for something. Yeah. It's like if certain like tripping someone while slapping a talisman under the back is under their back is like you do like a half somersault and start jerking yourself off or something. Stop I will not, so Oh uh, my god, turn it into a sport. Just saying. Uh, Absolutely. I mean you know you know Jigis had one of his ribs removed so he could suck himself off. So why would he do that when he could just hire somebody to do it for him? You never know. Sometimes you're on the go. I think he's a lazy fucking bastard. He <laughs> wouldn't even stand to suck his own dick. That's <laughs> he looks my like opinion. He's bendy. I mean, I feel he like, looks like somebody... have you seen like ZZJ? I feel like it would run in the family to yeah, a certain extent. That's true. But anyway, anyway, Jigis um, looks like somebody chewed up a piece of gum and then took it out of their mouth and stretched it. Yeah, um, so anyway... Anyway, yeah, Wei Wuxian, uh pulls out gluttony from Full Metal Alchemist and... <laughs> yeah. He says a ghost who had died from gluttony. You know, just ate himself to death. So yeah. Jin Leong is pinned and he curses him, calls him a gay again, of course, because, you know, whatever. Yeah, and uh, Discord user Invisible Spork 
uh, pointed out that Jin Leong is the first person to say that he's going to break somebody's legs, which I fucking love. (laughs) It's very good. You know who he learned it from. You know who he learned it from. And Jin Leong is like Draco Malfoy voice. You wait until my uncle hears about this. Speaking of you know who it is. You know who it is. He he strolls in. Daddy's home. Wei Wuxian is like, who here, uncle? Who the fuck could that be? And Zhang Chun's <laughs> like, it's me, bitch! It's that fucking tweet that's like, haha, nice man bun, idiot, and guy turns around and reveals he's a samurai from the fucking whatever dynasty. Oh, shit. <laughs> fucking, I just absolutely love the fact that Juju Zhang Chun is Jin Leong's stand. Right! He just fucking shows up. He's like, got any last words? <laughs> star finger on him. Got it! <laughs> Fuck. I also love how, like, MXTX takes pains to describe Zhang Chung as sharp and pointy and also as being <laughs> ethereally aged to finally handsome. Yeah. It's it just, he, yeah, he comes up and he's described as a youth. Yeah. A, a nice 35-year-old youth. A 35-year-old youth. <laughs> I guess he's just, like, he's... he. I mean, when, I mean, that golden core inside of him is very strong. That's a baby's golden core. Fuck, I mean, like... It describes everybody as looking like they're in, like, their early 20s, unless yeah. otherwise noted, so... Because they're probably already immortal. Yeah. Like, they... they they're uh, elves. They're, they're just they're elves. The... This, is why, this is why I conflate fucking d- Modau time with fucking elf timelines. Yeah. They're just elves. Yeah, um, basically. They're just yeah. V-powerful. <laughs> um, uh, and then Double Daddy shows up. Double Daddy... <laughs> Or, well, they get, they get into it. Fucking, yeah, they yeah. get into it. Zhang Chung is like, or, yeah, Jin Leong is like, I'll break your legs. And Zhang Chung is like, fucking, are you kidding me? Like, I told you, uh, you gotta just fucking take out these people, feed them to your dog. Yeah. and Break his legs, what? You gotta kill him. Finish yeah. the job. Commit. Commit. Commit to the bit. Yeah, commit to the bit. And Wei Wishon was like, holy shit, like, you overhold a grudge so fiercely for so long that it ends up extending to anybody who even vaguely reminds you of its target? Like, that's a... Holding a grudge for 15 years. That's some Scorpio-ass shit. Jesus. If I've ever heard it. Um, He's a Scorpio. Scorpio. All of their problems. All of the problems between Wei Wuxian and Zhangcheng are boiled down to them both being Scorpios. The twin Scorpios of Yunmeng, yeah. Twin Vriskas of Yunmeng. Um, wow! Woo! <laughs> Cannot believe that. Okay, fucking, and anyway, before they can, like, seriously get into it, like, here comes, here, here boomeranging in, it's Beechen. It's Double Daddy. It's Double Daddy! Here he is, and <laughs> Wing, of course, falls directly onto him. Onto yeah. his little booty feet. His little booty feet. His booty feet. His little feet. Booty ass feet. Booty ass <laughs> His footy ass boots. <laughs> and Zhang Chung is like, oh shit, Hong Guang Jun, what the fuck are you doing here? Isn't this like below you? Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, it's you. Oh, it's fucking you. And then Lan Jingyi is like, what the fuck, aren't you here too? Yeah, because they both, <laughs> Zhang Chung and Lan Wangji both came out into the woods with their boys. Um, yeah. And, um, Intel. fucking, fucking Lan Wangji says, grown ups talk to grown ups, babies talk to babies. <laughs> and has like the juniors talk to Jin Leong so he doesn't have to do it. Does, God, does he say anything in this entire thing? I think he d- no, I think he, he does. does. He does. He does. He does. God, he he's kind of he's kind of sassy and petty. 
But um, fucking he is yeah, very like Monwanji shows up. I like it describes his Gucci as being like thinner than others, and it just he's got like a sport model Gucci. And that's <laughs> what it made me think of. It's streamlined and fucking. I'm just convinced that Monwanji has a subconscious weighing radar. He does. He's this- just so good at finding this dude. Wei Ying made the evil detecting compass. Lan Wangji made the Wei Ying detecting compass. Yeah. And this whole scene, Lan Wangji and Zhang Cheng just are very terse and rude with each other. Like, it, it doesn't seem to translate well, but apparently the shit that Zhang Cheng says to him is not very respectful Yeah, he's at ignoring all. respect. He's ignoring respect and eating hot chip. <laughs> and um, it is just fucking funny how obviously Zhang Cheng and Lan Wangji hate each other because Lan Wangji is being pretty terse, too, and kind mm-hmm. of... Kind of not even rude, but just like not as not as respectful or uh, well. He's just spoken. not having with it. Well spoken. He's not having with it. He's yeah. he's fucking tired. He's of not it. having with it, and he wants Zhang Cheng to know about it. Yeah, and I mean Zhang Cheng hates basically everybody, oh, so yeah. it isn't saying I mean, too then, much yeah, to next, say how much they hate each other. But yeah, the next chapter confirms that Zhang Cheng has no friends. So yeah, no friends. <laughs> fucking. But even Lan Wangji is tense as fuck. He's t- terse as fuck with yeah. him. And um, and that's saying something because Lan, Lan Wangji does not communicate in any way but terse. Yeah, so. that's true. And like, it's it's. I mean, I read somewhere that it's like not even that he's terse. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah, he yeah, chooses right, yeah. his words very well. Yeah, very carefully. Yeah, very carefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just says what he needs to say, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and fucking he silences Jin Liang. He silences Jin Liang, and I genuinely wish that I too had a spell that would God feel me. somebody's lips together whenever I wanted them to shut the fuck up. Like, imagine God, how useful that, that would be, right? Can God, you do that to somebody's me. fingers when they're, like, posting shit you don't like? I think that would be amazing. <laughs> and, um... Uh, the, Just the, fucking the, add that to TweetDeck, please. Yeah, oh my god. And <laughs> one of the... One of, uh... Zhang Cheng's bros... Yunmang Zhang bros comes out and he's like, Hey, somebody fucked up all the nets. It's It was a blue sword. And everybody looks at Wang Ji and Wang Ji's like... What about it? No, he's like he's just scrolling. Yeah, he's just scrolling. He's he just keeps scrolling. <laughs> he says red five fifty five p.m. Red five fifty five p.m. And I think Lan Wangji destroying all four hundred of the Jinsek nets is the world's most righteous expression of pettiness, <laughs> in my so opinion. Good. He just fucking went there and did it. And he they're says, like, "Fuck you, change." Yeah, and fucking Zhang Cheng is like, "What the fuck is your problem?" Lan Wangji's like, "It's against the rules." Yep, isn't it against the rules <laughs> to uh, purposely? Uh, infringe on everybody else's fair prey hunting like isn't that against the rules sorry i was just uh, sorry about i it. was just doing what was uh required of me by the like law you know sorry i was just clicking i was sitting down and reporting i was sitting down and reporting so <laughs> um and fucking god it's just so funny jung chung tried so hard to set jin leung up for success that he, I know. Char- he characteristically forgot about the existence and well-being of other people <laughs> He doesn't um, give a shit about anybody else. The only people that ma- the only person that matters to him right now is Jin Leong because yep. that's the only person that he has. Yep, that's yep. fucking true. He doesn't care about anyone or and anything he will, else. He will ensure that terrible little baby boy's survival and success. Yep. No matter what it takes, even if it makes the whole rest of the world hate him. God, I love him so much. Yep. I'm just this. It's hitting me as I'm speaking. He's so good. And Even though he'd be, like, the worst fucking possible person to be around in real life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would hate him in real life. Oh, but, like, God. the fictional Zhang Chung, like, ooh. 
Yeah, yeah. As a fictional character, as a fictional character, yes, Daddy. As a real personal, or as a real person, um, you need therapy stat before you you even think of talking to me. This he's posting on Reddit. He's sitting down and posting. He's in our incels. Yeah, he's fucking. And even after all this, even after Lan Wangji talks about how obviously it's a violation of night hunting rules, Zhang Chung is just mad as fuck, and he's like, he's like fondling Zijian on his finger, and he's it's twirling. like, you know, he's ready to kill, and he's, it's like for embarrassing myself and my nephew, I diagnose you with death. <laughs> And that, like, it ends on that cliffhanger of, like, oh my god, is this dude seriously ready to kill Lan Wangji over spoiling the hunt that Zhang Chung already spoiled for his nephew? Are you fucking serious? Uh, but anyway. And I think that's a good time to get right into the uh, chapter 8 summary. Yep, or last chapter, chapter 8. Yeah. Uh, so, Zhang Cheng seems like he's gonna fight Lan Wangji, but he immediately decides not to because he isn't sure he can win. Yep. Uh, he tells Jin Liang to go bust a ghost, and they both fuck off. Uh, Lan Wangji tells the Lan Juniors to like go do their shit, and he gives he gives Wei Wuxian a, a meaningful look, and Wei Wuxian salutes him. But like when he looks up, Lan Wangji's gone already. So Wei Wuxian hangs out and he reflects like say on saying the no mom thing at Jin Liang that he did, and he feels guilty, and he gets distracted for a minute when Lil Apple comes back from having charged in the name of Praxis, um, and like- then and then huh. Will Apple seemed to be drawn by the sound of Wei Wuxian slapping his own face. <laughs> That's good. It was um, good. Uh, and then Wei Wuxian gets uh, right back on feeling guilty when he passes by some people uh, trashing him for being the reason that Jin Liang's parents are dead and the reason that Jin Liang is so shitty and spoiled and <laughs> unpleasant. Uh, we learn that Jin Liang is Zhang Cheng's sister's son. And that she had basically raised Wei Wuxian. So he feels bad some more. He washes his face. He realizes he's hot. Um, <laughs> he finds somebody's Chankun bag, somebody's bag of holding, and uh, fucking pockets that key item. And he, <laughs> he checks his inventory, and he's got some, he's got some gadgets. Uh, and one of them is this talisman that burns when it touches bad vibes. It just erupts in the atmosphere. Uh, and as soon as he pulls it out, it lights up right away, and, like, sure enough, he doesn't have to look too far, because there's an old man kind of hanging out, and he's complaining about how his head hurts, and, uh, Wei Wuxian's like, well, let me see it, and the guy's, uh, turns his head to the side, and his whole skull is blasted open, and he says, ah, shit, <laughs> well, uh, that ain't the type of ghost that should be here, so he gets a little bit worried, and, uh, cause he knows that there are, there are babies out here night hunting. Yeah. Um, so he asks around trying to see where the Lon and Jin uh, juniors went, and he gets pointed in the direction of the goddess temple, and he does some more brain math, and he says, uh-oh, and that's the end. <laughs> he says, oh. He says, oh, no. It's something uh, strong. So one of the first, like, the very first paragraph is where we learn that Zhang Zhang has no friends. He has no friends, and he has a very hard time controlling his temper, but he does do it. This time, he, yeah. like... A rare just, show of... <laughs> yeah, a rare show of self-control. He just tells himself, he's like, No, John Wanyan, you're a bad boy. You're a bad and boy. Lan Wangji isn't worth the effort of a whipping. You're you already, still... Yeah, he says, you already embarrassed yourself once. You're not yeah. going to do it again in case you you're, lose. You're still big and cool. <laughs> and he decides to chill. He says, you're still very handsome. <laughs> you're still very handsome. <laughs> you're still very handsome and cool. 
<laughs> you look very sharp in your cool robes. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, he tells Jin Liang, he's like, okay, fine. He decided to punish you this time. Like, I guess he's he's allowed. Like, besides, it's like so hard for him, apparently, right? Yeah. And Lan Wangji just fucking ignores it. And the fact that if Lan Wangji <laughs> doesn't want to hear something, he just ignores it. Mm-hmm. I love one man. God, I love one man. <laughs> he just doesn't. He just chooses not to fucking care. God, I, I wish it. I could do that. I want to be him. I want to... I just... I love him. I'm Lan Wangji Ken. I... Fucking speaking of things that I want, there's, like, very early in this chapter, uh, like, a little bit of, like, it seems like it's foreshadowing for, like, a Zhangsheng versus Lan Wangji fight, because we get kind of the sizing up of their swords uh-huh. and their skills, and, uh, like, Zijian versus his... versus Wangji's Guqin... And, uh, like, spoiler alert, that never happens. Yeah. I'm just hashtag thonking, and fuck, it would be good. It'd be so fucking epic, bro. It would be so epic, bro. It would be so so hashtag epic, bro. God, I want to see them fight. But, um, anyway, like, uh, Wei Wishan and Lan Wangji get, like, this kind of awkward moment alone, um, after everybody else leaves. Um, Mm -hmm. Where Lan Wangji is just kind of like giving him like like the suspicious look, yeah. Um, and like the fucking text talks about how hot his voice is. <laughs> oh god, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> um, it's just like first of all, first of all, when Zhang Chang tells Jin Liang to get the fuck out, he like he chastises Jin Liang for just quote unquote. Quote, standing around waiting for prey to fall on his sword, unquote, as if he wasn't the one who set up 400 expensive ass nets for Jin Liang to guarantee his effortless success. The fuck? And now you're yelling at him for it. That's great. Zhang Cheng rented a bounce house and then Jin Liang is like not getting in it and he's like fucking mad about it. He's fucking upset about it. And then, like, I think, I think it's a nice contrast. Between Zhang Cheng and Lan Wangji just seeing how they deal with kids. Yeah. Um, is when Lan Wangji sends, um, he, he tells, uh, Lan Su, Su Shui and Jing Yi to just, you know, go and, you know, follow orders. But he also pauses. He's just such an amazing dad figure. He pauses, um, he pauses afterwards to, just to tell the juniors to try their best and take care. You know, and the yeah. juniors are all, like, pumped yeah, up about it. And yeah, he leave. says, don't force it. Don't force it. He's so considerate. And that's, you know, it's not only, like, a good parenting or, like, role model-y thing to do, but it's also, like, very Taoist. Um, yeah. Yeah, because the whole thing is just, like, let shit be the way it do, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's just saying, you know, if it, you know, vibe. Just if vibe. it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Just vibe, baby. Just go out there and vibe. And the way Wushan is listening to all this, and he has a he has a visceral heart reaction to the sound of Lan Wangji's hot dad voice five minutes into stumbling into his life again, and it still takes him almost a hundred chapters to realize he's in love with it. Fucking idiot. Wow. The first thing he fucking says is Doki, and it Doki. takes him ninety-five chapters to realize, oh shit. Buffoon. Literally. Literally. So, uh... Yeah, so that should, that should basically ends, and, like, they all go to run in with the rest of the cultivators that are on this mountain. Yeah. Wangji just, like, ninjas away. Yeah. He just disappears. There's just a Wangji-shaped cloud. He's just 
teleports. Yeah. yeah, he teleports. So and away Wishan goes, and he's just kind of casually listening to everybody gossiping. Because he's already feeling down on himself, and he's like, well, is it? Thanks. thanks. Yeah, and they basically just confirm it. Like, love he says, to, thanks, me too. <laughs> yeah, love to reincarnate and almost immediately have to relive my worst past mistakes through overheard cultivator gossip. Right? Um, fucking he actually and- <laughs> slaps himself which he we does. see him do in the Donghua, and yeah, it's so good. he's mad as fuck. He, I love it. He's just sitting there thinking about how shitty he was to Jin Liang initially, talking about how he doesn't have a mom, and he's like, "God!" and he just smacks himself. Mm-hmm. It's fucking funny. And little Apple, like, <laughs> it says that it comforts Wei Wushan yeah. by shutting up for once, I know. basically. <laughs> Like it's not gonna bray, it just like fucking shuts up and is 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 nice and peaceful for a while. Which <laughs> well, I'm sure he appreciates. Well Apple says, I know I know I know when to keep my shit to myself. Oh yeah. Lil Apple is you cannot convince me that Lil Apple is not a spiritual donkey at this point. Right, that's true. Like it also brings in a bag full of shit that yeah. the cultivators forgot and it's got like it's, just it's got, got these yeah. cool talismans in it. It's got some useful bullshit. Yeah, it's got a Chancun pouch. And, like, the talismans are fun because they take resentful energy and they just burn mm-hmm. on contact. So what I'm going to do, you do you is... Pre- he rolled pretty good on that loot yeah, yeah. I am going to get about uh, 300, of the, 300 of those. I'm going to plaster my body with the gloom-burning talismans. I'm going to walk around looking like the dude on the cover of the Pink Floyd album <laughs> for three straight days. And then I'm going to emerge from my cocoon of fire, completely neurotypical. <laughs> That's what the dude on the album cover was doing. He was exercising himself of his depression. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Storm Thorns and New. Life imitates art, imitates life. Thank you. Realize, realize, realize. Um, I figured it out, folks. (laughs) We all know. Um, So then, you know, Wei Wishan is really upset about all this shit. And he, like, goes to the. He does magic science, yeah. He does magic science. And then he, yeah, it tells him there's. There's vibe. There's bad vibes. There's bad vibes. And then he stumbles upon uh, Grandpa Head Wound. Um, he stumbles upon Grandpa Head Wound. But first, first of all, first of all, we, first of we all? skipped him washing his face. Oh, yeah. We skipped him washing his face and realizing that he's hot. Yeah. He, he looks down and he's like, who is that twink I see? And <laughs> who's that twink? <laughs> who's that Who's that twin? So, yeah, he washes his face, realizes he's sexy. Sexy. And very handsome. <laughs> handsome. Sweet angel baby boy. He has a sexy way. And then moment. he, like, comes up to people, starts asking questions, and as it turns out, people treat you like a normal human being once you take off your clown makeup. So As it happens, he, he pulled the clown nose off. Yeah, just keep that in your back pocket. You don't act like a clown, people will treat you like a normal yeah, human being. Yeah, the clownery will not come back on you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so then, then he goes up to old boy. Yeah. He goes up to Gramps, um, and P-Pop says, ow my head. He say, ow my head. He's a ghost. That sucks. So yeah. he's like, oh shit, there shouldn't be a ghost like that here. And he, he immediately realizes that they've got something, something pretty, pretty nasty on their hands. Mm-hmm. And it's fun that we get a boss level enemy in the first <laughs> few chapters. Like, oh, yeah. you know that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. This is the end stage of the first level. Uh-huh. He, yeah, he went through the first two stages, and now he's he's at this one. Um, and after he beats the goddess statue, he's gonna get, like, the fucking 
uh, plug that he can put into his arm, and his whole suit's gonna change color. He's Mega Man now. Yeah, he's Mega Man. He's Mega Man now. Um, Wei Ying become Mega Man. So, uh, good shit. Um, and they fucking say that it's just he asks like what goddess this statue uh, is devoted to, or what the temple's devoted to, and they're like, oh, I think it's just a natural stone statue. Like, yeah. Just kind of the stones formed that way into the statue of a lady. And why was Sean just stares at the camera like he's in the office? <laughs> it's geology. It's geology, as it turns out. Look, I minored in geology. I can say this. It happens yeah. sometimes. But yeah, he has an epiphany, and that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. He says, uh-oh, and then that's where it ends. Um, Good shit. Any any thoughts about just kind of these this whole little arc in total? Your boy showed up. My boy did show up. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, and he's a complete asshole. Both (laughs) of them are complete assholes, and I treasure them with everything in my body and soul. Everything. All of it. So, yeah, and, you know, I think it's funny that the the chapters were called Arrogance, because it's just like, this entire thing was pretty arrogant of both of them, Mm -hmm. and... Somehow, it's just everybody being arrogant. Somehow, they're still kind of likable to me. So that's 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 uh, commendable, right? Mm -hmm. It's very good, definitely. Uh, so next time, uh, what are we gonna read next time? I don't know. Whatever. Chapter nine to something. I think nine and ten. I'm not Uh, sure. Um, Probably. Yeah, I'll look it up. But whatever. Um, the other y'all will find out when I post the next questions thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, do you want to go to the Jesse McMinute? I Jesse McOne minute. Yeah. Let's let's. If you have a if you have a prompt, I for do. Me, I let do. me know. Let me know. All right. So uh, and this is uh, this will this will make more sense uh, when we get to the next segment. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is a little bit of foreshadowing for it. Yeah. But um, uh, what does Mister Jesse Man do for his birthday? That's actually pretty depressing. You can start <laughs> it because I know what he does for his birthday. Let's go. So, on Jesse McCree's Mac birthday, he's usually either too busy taking Jesse out someone for a paycheck, or he spends it alone in a bar getting blind, pissed drunk, and feeling sorry for himself because he has no friends or family left to celebrate his birthday with. I don't think he ever gets himself anything special. I think it's mostly just kind of a... Uh, wallow in self-pity thing, either that or he, like, gets himself, like, a really nice bottle of whiskey and drinks the entire thing and gets super sick. But, uh, most of all, I don't- mostly- mostly I just don't think that it's a joyous occasion for him anymore. He's just like, oh man, I'm just getting another year older. Can't believe I'm murdering on my birthday. Can't believe I'm murdering on my birthday. (laughs) Can't believe I'm not getting my dick wet on my birthday. You know, normal. Just staring normal, into his refrigerator, frowning. Yeah, normal depression boy stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Another good Jesse Man minute. Thanks so much. It's eleven forty-five. Uh, so speaking of birthdays, and this is the whole reason. So uh, the mm. reason for the season. So uh, October thirty-first, Hall of Ween. Hall of Ween was Weiwushan's birthday. Yes, it was. And then this past Tuesday was Mr. Zhang Cheng's birthday. It was. We're very just, close. Yeah, we've just like got a lot of birthdays in the Modao world. Like between mm-hmm. October and February, there's just a ton of them. Literally everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's we got we got Mr. We got little baby boy Jin Liang's birthday later this month. Mm-hmm. Um, got Lan Wang Ji. Got Lan Wang Ji. Got Lan Si Shui. February 20th, we got two Jin Boys. Two Jin Boys. Two entire Jin Boys. Um, 
But, and then October 8th, we had uh, Shichen. So just everybody's yep. birthday. Uh, kind of front-loaded here. Uh, but we missed we missed those two extremely important birthdays. We did, in our, we did. Yeah, in our con-related absence. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood to make up for that by getting our boys some gifts, you know? Right, okay. Um, so all of today's Google Essence Translate collection, or Google Translate Essence collection selections... Come from good old Taobao. Oh, great. <laughs> so, uh, I have links to all of these, and I'll, uh, post these links somewhere. So, some of these, I didn't, I haven't copied and pasted the entire listing. Uh, hi, because, because <laughs> uh, if I had included the entire listing, it'd just be inscrutable. So, <laughs> um, I just have either the title and most of it, or just some of it, you know... Uh, and there's actually, I actually found a website called baopals.com, which is uh, basically Taobao run through Google Translate for English speakers and non-Chinese speakers yeah. who are living in China so that they can use Taobao. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's basically all Google Translate. So this first item uh, is... A pair of the uh, the little the little keychains, the little acrylic keychains of Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji. These yep. are official. This is official merch. Um, so what I've got right here is just this little bit for you. And maybe you know, maybe instead of like a dramatic fan fiction drama reading, uh, you know, this is a product. So maybe more of a maybe more of a commercial vibe. Okay, okay, you feel I feel so, you. So just the highlighted bit here. <laughs> The wizard of magic master animation around the acrylic blue forget machine way no envy keychain Q version pendant pendant uh, 23 yuan and 20 yuan cents uh, the size of the colon Uniform size with protective film on the surface, tear when received. ACG, comma, colon, magic way he was. <laughs> magic way he was. Magic way he was. Uh, reminiscing fondly on the magic way he was. Yeah. You like that for my, my QVC kind of voice? <laughs> I like it for your QVC kind of voice. I really like the size of the... The size of the... Not just size. It had to be the size of the... <laughs> the size of the... That's a Pretty fucking good. thing that would come out of one of our dumbass mouths. Yeah, what is the size of the? What is the size of the? Very much so. <laughs> what pussy size you wear? What, what pussy, the size you wear? What the size you wear? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this one's a bit longer, this next one. Um, it's okay. And this one is uh, the uh, friend of the show, Colin, bought one of these. The little Jiang Bill. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, for their Jiang Chen cosplay, uh, which was very good. Yes. Um, but the thing with this listing of it, and, and I think this might be a knockoff, is that it comes in many colors. Ah, uh, yes. A lot of them. The, As we all know, yeah. every sect has its own John Bell. Oh, yeah. The famous, <laughs> the, fam <laughs> the famous, uh, fucking Wen sect, Jong sect Bell. Yeah, you know, it's normal. <laughs> it's regular. So, uh, I have, uh, this one in the specifications included a... <laughs> list of the colors and it's a bit God. long but i couldn't pick just one of it or narrow it down because it was all very fucking good oh i love that um and so was the title um 
this one was just kind of a knock, knocked it out of the park. So, so the whole thing is right there. Okay, I love there. that. Magic way, 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 no envy, zoo, she, waste, ancient style, waste, silver bell, ching sheen, bell palace, bell tassel, pendant cloud, mung jong, jong chung, 12 and 58 yuan, model, magic path, clear heart bell, color classification, here we go, weighing red black, blue john white blue, Yun Mong Jong Light Purple, all lowercase. Elder Sister Pink. John Chung, all one word, deep purple. Shaoxing Dust Silver Gray. Golden Ling Golden. White Red. Blue Full Blue. Deep Purple Gold Bell. Blue Jingliang. Pink Jingliang. Pink Jingliang. White. Green Chin. Royal Blue Shui Yang. Black. Sale of State. The spot. <laughs> the spot. It's the spot. You know you gotta slide up to the spot for one of those mind-clearing bells. When you slide up to the spot, you get a full set playlist from Deep Purple. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they play Smoke on the Water. And Fire in the Sky. <laughs> yeah, Chang Chang, Deep Purple. <laughs> and uh, we don't get regular Shuiyang, we get Royal Blue Shuiyang. Royal Blue Shuiyang. <laughs> <laughs> that's his shiny that. version. Yeah, it's a shiny version. <laughs> wow, that's good. Um, this one's a quick one. Um, mm. Because, and this one was a special one. You'll see why immediately. Okay. I don't remember what this item is, but... Doki Way No Envy Birthday Party Limited Badge Around the Master of Mordor. 17 and 90 yuan. <laughs> master of Mordor? Master of Mordor, he is. <laughs> As it turns out, he's the Master of Mordor. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Master of Mordor. Um, and then I have one last one. I okay. Have a, yeah, I have a few other links to some, and I'll just post these because they were fun. Ex- absolutely. Um, but this last one is, uh, so this is like, I guess, a notebook that has like within it the uh, all of the rules of the lawn sect. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> the way, this is just the title... And I've been thinking about it for 24 hours, so just... (laughs) Send the fountain pen, magic road, calligraphy, and calligraphy of the ancestor teacher, Lon! She family, regulation cloud, deep, do not know the place. (laughs) 28 and 39, you won. Do not know the place. Do not know the place. (laughs) Couldn't tell you. Gun to my head. Fucking... Hell if I know. Shit, I don't know. And which is like, okay, so that one, that's a translation that I see sometimes because the cloud recesses is a very, it's it's a reference to a line in a poem. Yeah. And it doesn't translate well <laughs> when done by algorithm. Uh, so, not many things really do. Yeah, it's not doing so hot on that end. So when I'm like Google translating a fan fiction or something, what I'll get a lot a lot of the times is like uh like cloud ignorance or something, <laughs> which ruins my fucking life. But cloud deep do not know the place is so like. <sighs> Buddy, you're so close. God, they really tried. You're so close. <laughs> Cloud deep, do not know the place. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Barking up the wrong tree. Absolutely not. So, <laughs> so that was a good special. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Pretty good, Roy. Yeah, just trying to, you know, 
the Google Translate shopping cart collection. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Um, another thing that I kept saying, I just need to bring this up because that this also has been ruining my life, is that like they kept translating on this website. I've never seen it anywhere else. They kept translating Wen Yang's name as like crisis mode or just crisis. Oh my god. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're not, you're really not wrong is you, the problem. I mean, you know, you weren't shooting for it, but you hit the target anyway. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Crisis mode. <laughs> anyway, I'm about to go into crisis mode if we keep on this too much. So, hmm. uh, I want to take some questions. Let's take some questions. Let's do some fucking questions. Uh, if you got some questions, you can go ahead and send them to clabrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask, or... Via Twitter at Cloud Recess, you get one pod. Um, and we're gonna go to Twitter first. Uh, oh, I'm already on the right account. Okay, so wonderful. Uh, you want to read them? Sure. We, only, we have one on Twitter, and then the rest are on Tumblies. All right. So our Twitter question comes from friend of the show, Ask Jovery. What's up? Uh, they ask if MDZS was set in a Looney Tunes style ancient Chinese vampire vampire times. What elaborate and ridiculous net setup do you think Wiley E. Coyote <laughs> Jinliang would have made for Roadrunner Lan Wangji to foil? <laughs> he puts one of those big holes on a wall. Yeah, it's probably something elaborate having to do with a tripwire. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he, uh, puts, he puts a stuffed weighing under a fucking crate, but there's like Acme Dynamite. <laughs> underneath it yeah he like paints a hole in a wall and paints Wei Ying's face into the hole <laughs> I love that that's pretty fucking good he can't do anything where he tries to make him run off of a cliff and then he does the like spinning legs in the air thing and before he looks down and realizes that he's on air and falls yeah because you gotta he catch has a sword in, yeah you gotta he has the sword and you gotta catch him in that for ultimate effect <laughs> yeah I do I do love to think about that though <laughs> Wangji. Um, okay, so meet me. <laughs> meet me. <laughs> that's what he. That's what he. I bet he could play that on his Gucci. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, let's go to Tumblr. And oh, that's a new one. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll let you read these in whatever order. Ah. Let's do some questions. All Let's right. Do some questions. So Anonymous asked, how do y'all, my little pony friendship is magic ended recently. And I thought, hey, why not combine two of my interests? So I'm here to ask. I'm all about if, combining two favorite interests. Yep, yeah, into that. If the MDCS characters were ponies, what type would they be? Earth pony, unicorn, pegasus, alicorn, etc. What would their cutie marks be? Love your show. Keep up the great work and all that. Thank you, first of all. Um, second of all, I know very little about the My Little Pony uh, universe. The My Little Pony cinematic universe. But I do know I do know what these terms mean. Yeah, um, Wei Wuxian would be the... Uh, no, Lan Wangji would be the cool psychic one. The, cool the Twilight psychic. Sparkle type. Oh, the Alicorn? Yeah, Alicorn. Yeah, he can fly and he has a unicorn horn. He's fancy. Yeah, he's fancy. He's um, definitely fancy. What's, what's his ass tattoo, though? He's got, oh, it's gotta be, like, just clouds. It's yeah, clouds. it's probably yeah. just a nice little cloud motif. It's clouds and there's a bunny. Yeah. It's like a little, it looks like a Peeps marshmallow bunny. Um, kind of one of that. Yeah. Kind of that hashtag moment, uh, but with some clouds around it. Yeah. Um, Wei Wuxian is just an earth pony and his butt tattoo is a sunflower. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's cute. Sunflower with maybe a little white bunny. Yeah. 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 
Uh, Jong Chung is, um, do they have, like, cool dragon ponies? I want him to be a ooh, dragon pony. He could maybe be a Pegasus. Yeah, Pegasus is kind of a hot moment for I him. I kind of like that. I like that. I kind of like that. Um, Does he have, like, just, like, a lightning bolt or something? Yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah, like a lightning bolt like with a, a frowny snake. face in it. A little frowny snake. A frowny snake. All right, I love well, that. Anybody else? Mmm... We have, we have a lot of people to choose from. We do, but I don't have enough grasp of this other universe to really... <laughs> oh, I got you. I mean, it's just kind of picking out what type of fancy um, pony they are and what their ass tattoo is. Um, Jiggy would be a... a, a, a what's the word for the fucking... The blonde ones. The blonde ones. Fuck. Uh, I could see him being a unicorn. Yeah, he could be a unicorn. Um, his... His ass tattoo is just like a pile of gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> or just like some peonies or something. Yeah. I think Huaisong would... I think Huaisong's an earth pony. The problem with Huaisong being a pony is you can't use a fan when you have hooves. Yeah, Can you? Well, that, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. There's you know what? I was sure. definitely going to say that a fan is is, is Huaisong's cutie mark. Yeah, I'm sure Huaisong would find a way to, yeah. find a, to oh, yeah. use a fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely am a big fan of that. Love that. Thank you, Anonymous. That is cute. That was a cute question. Anonymous? All right. We have another question from an Anonymous contributor. They say, I hope you haven't discussed this already, but of the MDZS characters, who wants to believe? Who is the skeptic? And who is an alien? Fucked up if true. Holy shit. Wow, I love that. Y'all see Um, Lon Wangji is an alien. Yeah. Wei Wuxian wants to believe. Wibushan does believe. JC is the skeptic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck X-Files is a good AU. Oh, that'd be fucking amazing. Holy shit, dude. Wow, Lon Wangji being like the Dana Scully kind of character? Yeah! Oh, no! I'm having a brain blast! You shouldn't have done this to me, Anonymous! You shouldn't have done this to me. Okay, in that case, Shuiyang is the alien. Yeah. 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 A little fangy alien. Oh, God, I love that. Oh, Oh, man. I want to see that twink obliterated. The juniors are the lone gunman. Oh, my God. (laughs) I had to think on that for a minute. Holy shit, yes. I want them to be the lone gunman. Either that or, uh, uh, shit. No, they're the lone gunman. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right, uh... Our next question is also from Anonymous, and it asks us to rank WWX, JC, Wen Chao, and NHS from most himbo to least himbo. Oh my fucking god. Okay, uh, I can do this off the top of my damn head. Yep. Uh, is it is it most to least? Yep, most to least. Okay, most to least. Um, most to least, Wen Chao, Zhang Cheng, Huai Song, Wei Wuxiang. That's really fair, because Wei Wuxian is too smart to be a himbo, I yeah. feel like. He's himbo passing. He, yeah, he's himbo passing. He is himbo passing, but he's, like, actually whip smart on the inside. Yeah. JC, I think, definitely meat for brains. Yeah. He's he's dealing with a lot of internalized himbophobia. We've been over this. We've been over his internalized everything phobia, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Huaisong is deliberately, intentionally himbo passing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Wen Chao is just straight up himbo. Yeah, Wen Chao's himbo just fucking and, stupid. Yeah, himbo and loving it. Himbo so. and loving it. Absolutely. <laughs> and Thanks, Anonymous. <laughs> thank you, Anonymous. Uh, and our last question is also from Anonymous. It says, I'm listening to part 25, and I want to note that there's a part during WWX's Empathy of NMJ 
where Jiggy tells NMJ, my father would rather bring another bastard son rather than have me inherit. So yeah, MXY was brought to Gene's sect as a warning to Jiggy, mostly so that so he maybe could have inherited the sect. Wow, we were just talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. That fucking rules. I want sect leader Shuanyu. You know what? I have a lot of, I have a couple crackpot theories about why Shuanyu was ousted from um, the gene sect. And oh, I, I think a lot of it, a lot of it probably had to do with uh, Guangyao feeling threatened by mm-hmm. him. Yep. But we can definitely get into that at a later date when it becomes more relevant. When it and Jiggy become more relevant. Yeah, exactly. Because we haven't even seen hide nor hair of that man yeah. yet. I think we got one. I think we got his name in one of these chapters. Yes. And that's about it. Yep. Uh, so we're still waiting yeah. for that story to unfold. Yeah. But I'm a big advocate for potential sect leader uh, Jin Shuanyu. That would have been so fucking cool. That's a big part of a fic I'm planning. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's very good. Oh, I think I've read the outline for that. I love that. It's good. It's definitely very, very good. Uh, you'll love to see it. So, yeah. Uh, questions. Thank you. Uh, we done that. We um, are done with the questions. So now we can just kind of wrap everything up uh we have a patreon we do have a patreon and if you throw treats into our mouths every month you're gonna get some cool stuff you are going to get some cool stuff um patreon.com slash pod recesses is where our patreon is at online uh and for one dollar a month you can be a disciple of the show and get access to all of our patreon exclusive bonus content plus a special role in our discord uh and that bonus content includes she's gonna get ipad which is our scum villain read through podcast, which we missed last month because of uh, a lot of reasons, but mostly we... just stress. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we're gonna we're gonna release a double length. She's in get iPad. We're gonna read twice the amount of chapters. So just to make up for it a little bit, thank yep. you guys for being patient with us. Appreciate it. It's good. Yeah. Uh, for five dollars a month. You can be a sect leader of the show and get all that plus an even more special role in our Discord channel. And you get a little thank you shout out on the show. Yay! And if you feel like it, you can send us a quick little message for us to read. Uh, we do not have any this week. That's okay. Nobody's taking advantage. Um, Damn. Get in on we it. We need to have a funny voice that we do for a character. Yeah. So then we can read it in character Send us voice. in a message to read in a funny character voice. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, you can read it in funny Jigga's voice. Um, that's oh, just God. fucking taco. I can't Yeah, that is. Never um, mind. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not doing it in that voice. Uh, and then for five, I already said five. Mm-hmm. And then for ten dollars a month, you can be chief cultivator of the Pod Recesses world, and you'll get all of that plus an even more special role in our Discord. You can send us requests for things to stream. Uh, we're hoping to. Uh, chief cultivator of the show Scout suggested that we stream the Good Place, which I think yeah. we should do at some point because that's a good fucking show. That is a great show. Um. And you can also suggest uh, things for us to read. Just, you know, whatever. Any of that good shit. Yeah, you whatever really? you want. Uh, and all We're at your mercy. Yeah. That's how exploited labor works. Exactly. Just throw treats into our mouths and we will throw some different treats right back out at you. Yeah. It's disgusting. And so shout out to $5 sec leaders Colin Arnold and Sarah McClintock. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. And thank you to $10 chief cultivator of the show, Scout Shiro. Thank you to a scout. Thank you to a scout. Love, oh, scout. Uh, and thank you to Noisepace.xyz for being our podcast network. Thank you, Sec Leader Matt. Thank you, Sec Leader Matt. Uh, check out Noisepace.xyz for some other very good podcasts, including 
uh, Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die, which I was on this past week. Yeah, it was good. And I was briefly on it to yeah. talk about Vic Mignon again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can also find other podcasts like uh, The Stick, which Funny Zoe of the show, who has guested here and was on HKIP with us last week, does. It's about uh, Homestar Runner. Uh, there's lots of And uh, coming soon is season two of Fantastic Satisfaction, if you like a little D&D action. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy is going to be a featured player on that good shit. I'm excited for Roy. Hell yes. Um, so if you want to see me play uh, a tieflet, get on that. A tieflet. It's what you call a tiefling when they're very small. Oh, baby um, tiefy. <laughs> Uh, once again, I'm Roy, I'm on Twitter at SemperFunny, and I'm also at Beast, which is my MDZS sidewalk. And I'm Fallon, I can be found on Twitter at America's Burden, or at my MDZS SB Dime specific sidewalk, uh, Himbo Zongju, Z-O-N-G-Z-H-U. That good shit, and you can find Pod Recesses, the us, at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com. And on twitter.com slash cloud recess, you get one pod. Don't follow us there, though, because we have funny 69 followers, so we don't want to do that. Um, that. We are on all of your favorite podcast apps and websites and podcatchers and all that good stuff. Uh, Go ahead and uh, give us some likes and ratings and subscribe. It's good. Yeah, intergage with us, you know? Yeah, intergagement. Yeah. We love it. Uh, And join our Discord. Uh, We have some cool projects going on in there. Um, yeah, it's kind of, we're kind of having a, having a fun one. Having a very fun one. Um, shout out to, uh, uh, Discord user Invisible Spork again. I think I shouted them out earlier mm. for a thing. Uh, but yeah, check, check that out. Come on in and, uh, see what we got going on there. Uh, link is in the description. Uh, as always. Some and very fun user-friendly stuff coming up. Very fun user-friendly good shit. Mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, and, you know what we say at the end of every episode, right? We say... Semper Bunny! We say Semper Bony? Semper Bony! Semper Bunny, folks! Bye! Bye!